Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there. Welcome to Coronavirus in Florida, The Lost Summer, a podcast of the Tampa Bay Times. This episode dropped on Thursday, August 13th. On this show, we'll explore all the ways COVID-19 is affecting summer 2020. We'll share the facts behind the spread of the virus and discuss what could happen next. I'm your host, Austin Fast. Today, you, our listeners and readers, take over the podcast. Think of a scrapbook. Maybe you've made one. Or you've at least looked through one your parents or grandparents put together. There's photos of your loved ones looking far younger than you ever remember them. You see ticket stubs from movies or concerts they went to decades ago. Or maybe your own report card from fifth grade. Scrapbooks transport us into another time. It's hard to believe, but this coronavirus pandemic will come to an end someday. It could be months or, God forbid, years, but it will end. And a newspaper's job is to preserve all these little details from everyday life so we can look back and remember, even during a terrible pandemic, and maybe even learn from our past. Earlier this summer, Times reporters began collecting bits and pieces from people all across Tampa Bay. You sent us your stories, your photos, videos, and audio diaries to illustrate how our lives have changed here in Florida. Today's episode, listeners like you tell the story. But first, a little music from St. Petersburg writer Dave Schieber and his family. Almost seven, the line begins, yeah. Outside Target, waiting to get in there. Feeling restless, cart six feet apart. Mad dash for the TP, it's gone before I start. My name is Dr. Ryan Hall. I am a Tampa native. And for me, the coronavirus has resulted in a significant weight loss, a loss of 2.2 pounds. You might be thinking, well, why are 2.2 pounds significant? And it's because it was my hair. You see, I'd been growing dreadlocks for 17 years. And as they got longer and longer, they garnered more attention. My, my family would joke that they couldn't take me anywhere without us having to stop a few times and, and um, me answer questions about my hair or, or take pictures with strangers because I had this hair. 
But as they grew longer, they also required more accommodation. Turns out five feet, seven inches of hair uh, needs to be kind of looked out for in lots of different situations. And, and earlier this year, three of my dreads touched the ground. And that meant that if I were going to go anywhere, I would have to tie up those those particular dreadlocks because I didn't want them touching the ground. So when the coronavirus lockdown was announced, I thought, you know, this is actually going to be my perfect chance to cut my hair. I am a psychology professor at St. Petersburg College, and I thought, I'm not going to be seeing my students for an indefinite period of time. Only my loved ones will be seeing me, so it's the perfect chance. And so I decided to cut it, and the next day I did. It took about four minutes, and I shaved it with electric clippers down to a quarter of an inch. So I was finally able to answer this question that lots of people had asked me over the years. How much does your hair weigh? 2.2 pounds. At first, we washed our hands longer. We stopped hugging. Then we started working from home, if we were lucky enough to still have jobs. We learned all the ways to use canned beans. We sewed masks from whatever fabric we could find. We found new ways to celebrate milestones and new ways to mourn. We adapted because adaptation is an intrinsically human trait. It's how we're here to begin with. This next storyteller calls himself one of those weirdos who dresses up to work from home, but that familiarity helps him adapt. My name is Joel Santos Gonzalez and I live in Hudson, Florida. And uh, just looking at last summer and this summer, my life has definitely changed quite drastically in the face of COVID-19, kind of like a lot of people are experiencing. So last summer for me was like a massive victory lap. Um, I had cancer, specifically Hodgkin's lymphoma, from 2017 to 2019. So when I finally got the news that I was in remission on June 21st, 2019, you know, I was on cloud nine. I was very much enjoying that summer. My wife and I had made plans to get married regardless of the results. And of course, we were happy that they were good. Um, so we did a lot of fun things. We traveled. I taught summer school and enjoyed it. I just had a lot of great memories with family and friends and felt very much on top of the world that summer. So, you know, fast forward to now and it's a uh, full 180. All the things that uh, seemed at that time to be going well have been a challenge. I'm, you know, in treatment for cancer again. And uh, this time it's been a bit more difficult with all of this. But I'll say that when I had to isolate after a stem cell transplant, I learned a lot about how to cope and how to get by. So between January to March 2019, I had to pretty much stay home and social distance. And, you know, this time it's everyone, but same game. For me, I found that uh, routine was the strongest thing to keep me going. So I found if I took control of my days and filled them up with what I wanted, I still found meaning and purpose in life. So, you know, my hope is that we can all find ways to cope, find some purpose, use this time to reflect and change and grow. And uh, hopefully when we return full steam, we're all better for it. All right. Lord bless you all. Together at home, we're in this together. We're with you, here for you, here to help. 
The slogans are everywhere, emphasizing how we, as humans, seek out community even when we're furthest apart. This next story from a mother and son in Brandon show how just reaching out with a corny joke can totally turn someone's day around. Hello, my name is Bradley Borio. And I'm Darcy Borio. And um, I'm age nine. Okay, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We live in Brandon, Florida. And we are the Bored Warriors. Bored Warriors is a podcast we started in March. We do five to ten minute interviews with friends and family across the U.S. We have around 40 episodes. Um, we ask them their name, their age. Most of the middle-aged mom said 29. <laughs> so I guess mom is 29 now. Sure. Uh, we ask them where they live. We had a couple funny times when, like, people said funny things. Like, one time someone w- was being way too specific and gave, up, gave out their exact address. We had to start it over yeah. because we do not do editing. We don't. It takes way too long. No editing. Yep. We didn't want that kid's whole address given out, so we just started over. But otherwise, everything was unedited, yep. uncut. <laughs> yep. Most of the time. Uh, We asked them, what are they doing to pass the time by? Most of the kids said gaming on their devices or something like that. I personally do a lot more reading than I used to Mm -hmm. because there's like nothing else I can do besides things that I don't really like doing. (laughs) All right. Uh, we asked them, what are they looking forward to doing after quarantine ends? Most of the kids said Legoland or Disneyland or something like that. Um, we got a lot of good answers from that. Then we asked them for their favorite joke. We got a lot of funny and corny jokes out of that. That was super fun. We really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and then for season one, our mystery question was how much tp can you send us but we never really got any tp no but let's not go to that subject it's (laughs) kind of sad all right where can people find us at boardboreos.buzzsprout.com b-o-e-r-i-o-s As an audio journalist i hate to say it but there are other ways besides podcasts to create community Kimmy Denny of Palm Harbor found a great way to reach out to the homebound seniors in her community and show someone cares. I went to the Dollar Tree today and I picked up a bunch of supplies. I got a bunch of these paints. I got all kinds of books so you can find all this stuff right here. And I got these wooden ornaments. And now I'm going to take all this stuff over to the nursing home, St. Mark's Village. and. The people that have been living there have um, been in separation lockdown for over two weeks. And I talked to the entertainment director today, and she said that she has no idea when they're going to be able to socialize with either one another. And that made me very sad. And loneliness, can that, that alone can kill you. So I wanted to try to do something to brighten up their day. So I picked up a bunch of cards. Uh, This one just says, For you, gentle peace, quiet strength, steadfast love. You are on my heart and in my prayers. And just each card says something different. And I just figured that, you know, it didn't cost much. And that way I can try to help the people, the residents there, try to encourage them a little bit. And let them know that someone out here cares. 
each one of us can do something positive to, you know, have an impact in our society and just to spread a little kindness and joy. Because right now it's a very hard time for everybody. And I just wanted to send this message of hope, you know, just everybody be kind and do your best and just spread love and be love and do your best. Throughout this pandemic, people around the world have ached for anything to believe in. Science, leaders, each other. We want answers, even if they don't come easy or at all. What we have in their absence is a faith that somehow everything will work out in the end. What we have, what we rely on, is hope. Here's Kathleen Gillard of Brandon. I'm a resident of Florida for almost 10 years now. The main way my life has changed since COVID-19 came about, I think, is the way I approach everyday life. I still do everything that I used to do. I just have to think more about how I get it done. Are my hands clean? Am I touching my face? Do I have a mask in my purse? Are the people that I'm at work with infected? Are they going to infect me? How far away do I need to be? If I go help my friend... Am I going to be too close to her? It's just the way that I think that has changed. I wrote this journal entry on April 1st when COVID-19 first started ramping up. I wanted to share that with you because I try to relate everything in my life that happens back to how it relates to my relationship with God and how God relates to the world in his mercy. So this is what I wrote. April 1st, God says in his word that his people perish for lack of vision. I believe that God allowed this COVID-19 virus to shake the world up in the year 2020 because it is symbolic of perfect vision for the future. No one can predict the future, but when we trust God to lead us and we are willing to be used for God's good purpose, then we have perfect vision and God will lead us where we need to go. Fear of the unknown has always been a huge obstacle for me. And I'm sure I'm not the only one, but God is with me and I have already seen many ways in which his hand is upon me in this global crisis. Thank you, Lord, for always being on my side. And he has been. It's hard to believe now, but there may come a time post-pandemic when we'll feel nostalgic. Will we miss our glitchy FaceTimes? How about the makeshift dining room cubicles or our quarantine memes, live streams, and TikTok challenges? I know many parents will definitely miss seeing their kids all day. And in the long run, these fleeting moments of brightness may be what we remember the most. Christina Van Allen of Lutz shares a tiny moment of joy that keeps her going. I've been in Tampa for a little over a year now, and I recently moved apartments to be closer to work. Um, So that happened in about February. I haven't really gotten to know any of my neighbors or really see the community. Um, But every night I've been noticing these two dogs walking past my window. I'm in the second floor apartment and there's these two huge golden retrievers. um, And their parents, you know, take them out and they go to the restroom and then they come back in. But every time they go out for the bathroom, morning, noon and night, they have a different toy. So last night was a doll. A couple of days ago, when I saw them, they had bones. Just every time, it's a different toy. 
sometimes they share one and walk out together. Sometimes, like, one will hold one while the other one's using the bathroom or sniffing something. So I've become borderline obsessed with these two golden retrievers. I feel really creepy watching them just going out three times a day. But it is the smallest joy in my life right now. And they're just so big and they're so fluffy. And that's, that's how my quarantine's going in a nutshell. Even in these little moments of hope, the primal human need for safety is driving so much of our lives now. It's driven us to stay home, to wear masks, and to do what we can do to help our neighbors. This inspired eight-year-old Grace Torrefranca of Tampa to write a song about staying safe. She performs it now over Zoom with her aunt, Britt Heron of Dallas, Texas. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. The coronavirus is here. What are we going to do? We're going to stay at home. I'm going to stay at home. You're going to stay at home. We're going to stay at home. You there better wash your hands. And love upon your family as much as you can. And that's the truth. We're going to stay at home. We're gonna stay at home. We can play a part by keeping our grandparents safe from harm. Coronavirus out. Be safe at home. Bye. Hope you liked it. All my families gathered round here. Hands rubbed raw from scrubbing. And all that soap and water Dogs are howling On my Zoom conference call Disinfecting groceries I think I've hit a wall COVID was If you want to read more perspectives like this, you are in luck. The stories you just heard are all part of the Tampa Bay Times Scrapbook Project. All summer long, reporters at The Times have been collecting your stories, photos, videos, and moments to illustrate what it's like to be alive during a pandemic. To see the full project, you can visit tampabay.com. And scrapbooks always seem to have a few blank pages at the back for whatever might come next. As this bizarre chapter continues, our scrapbook will keep growing. So please send us the pieces of your life you want to share to scrapbook at tampabay.com. All right, everyone, that does it for us today on Coronavirus in Florida. You know the drill. For the latest information on the pandemic across Florida, you can visit tampabay.com slash coronavirus. Our podcast is going to take a break for a few weeks, so this will be our last episode for a bit. If you liked today's show, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd love to hear your feedback and your suggestions. You can find me on Twitter at A underscore fast or shoot me an email at AFAST at TampaBay.com. This has been Coronavirus in Florida, The Lost Summer. I'm your host, Austin Fast. Thank you so much for listening and stay healthy out there. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.